you're listening to Time in the Word. Dr. Gonzalez states that the sixth seal judgment is probably broken near the middle of the tribulation and may introduce the final three and a half years of the tribulation. It brings amazing and powerful upheavals on the earth and in the heavens. A great earthquake convulses the crust of the earth, and as Revelation 6.14 says, every nation and island was moved from its place. This will be accompanied by great cosmic disturbances affecting the sun, moon, and stars. So great are these events that a terrified humanity cries out to the rocks and mountains to hide them from the wrath of God. This judgment will include six catastrophic events, a single great earthquake, the sun will be darkened so that it becomes black, the moon will become as red as blood, there will be a meteor shower, apparently heaven will be opened for a moment so that the men on earth can have a glimpse of that awesome scene with God on his throne, and every mountain and island will be moved. This will be a time when there will be no turning to God in repentance, but rather a turning from God's face. This is just the beginning of labor pains. The worst is yet to come. Let us listen as Dr. Gonzalez continues his study on end times prophecy. Once again, thank you for joining us. If you have been uh, following this series, we are doing a series on Bible prophecy. The series is entitled, The Bible and Tomorrow's Headlines. We have already gone through a series of different topics uh, from the time we started this series. Uh, and in the last couple of weeks, two or three weeks, we've actually been looking at the events of the tribulation. We've been looking at the first three and a half years. Now we've been spending some time in the book of Revelation chapter 6 where we find that the Lord Jesus breaks the seal judgments and we have been interpreting those passages so that we may know indeed in detail what it is that the Word of God is telling us will occur uh, during the first three and a half years. Without going into much detail, I'll just recap. Seal number one, we saw the Antichrist riding a white horse which represented a false and short-lived peace. Uh, he gained much authority and power by conquering uh, without blood. In other words, he conquered through means of uh, political maneuvering and uh, by means of treaties and agreements. In seal number two, we saw him riding the fiery uh, red horse, which represented bloodshed. In this particular case, he was given power and ability uh, to create conflict worldwide and to bring massacre into the picture. And the red horse, of course, represented uh, much blood. In, in, in uh, seal number three, we talked about the black horse, which represented famine, a natural result of war. Of course, much of the food supply is, uh, is uh, destroyed as a result of war. So we found that the world has a, uh, a, a uh, very small supply of food that can go around and that the cost of that food is astronomical and in, indeed you would end up paying uh, a day's wages for just one ration of food which would feed one individual for that particular day. Then we saw seal number four where uh, uh, death and Hades uh, 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 are spoken of here and we saw that they were given the ability to in essence wipe out, kill, destroy 
a fourth of the world's population. Death would take the physical part of man and Hades would claim the immaterial part of man. Then we saw seal number five broken and this seal was different from any of the other seals that we have seen. In fact, the focus of this particular seal was on the believers who had been martyred during this period of the tribulation period. And we know that they were martyred because of the word of God and because of the testimony that they maintained. And we also noted that in Revelation 6, 9 through 19, we're told that in due time, Christ promises to avenge the death of his followers and disciples uh, during the tribulation period. Now we're going to head into seal number six, and that's actually the last seal we will be looking at because seal number seven actually ushers us into the remaining three and a half years, so we will actually look at seal number seven later on. In the first three and a half years, we just look at the six seals. Now, if you have your Bible with you, you can turn to Revelation chapter six, verses 12 through 17, and this is what the Word of God says. I watched as he opened the sixth seal. There was a great earthquake, the sun turned black like sackcloth made of goat hair. The whole moon turned blood red, and the stars in the sky fell to earth, as late figs dropped from the fig tree when shaken by a strong wind. The sky receded like a scroll, rolling up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. The kings of the earth, the prizes, the general, the princes, the generals, the rich, the mighty, and every slave and every free man hid in caves and among the rocks of the mountains. They called to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of their, of their wrath has come, and who can stand. We certainly know that God will add his blessing to the reading of the precious of his precious word. A lot of things to unpack as we look at, at, at the sixth seal being broken. When the sixth seal is broken, and this is this will be broken most likely uh, towards the end of the first half of the tribulation period, the first three and a half years, and that's what we have been looking at for the past several weeks. The Breaking of that seal will bring an incredible and catastrophic series of events. The the, it will most likely again be broken towards the middle of the tribulation period. It will create absolute chaos and havoc on, plan on planet earth. First of all, a great earthquake is going to convulse the crust of the earth and every mountain and island were moved out of their places according to Revelation 6.14. This will be accompanied by great cosmic disturbances affecting the sun, the moon, and the stars according to verses 12 and 13. As bad as these events will be, that is not the reason they will be crying out seeking death. They will be crying out, seeking death. Their hearts will be filled. This is the hearts of the people living during the time this seal is broken. The hearts of the people will be filled with fear and they will be 
praying for the rocks to take their lives because they will see God on his throne. Now, I want to point out that this seal, this judgment will include six catastrophic events. Number one, they will, there will be a single great earthquake. Okay? Secondly, the sun will literally be darkened so that it becomes black. Thirdly, the moon will become as red as blood. Fourthly, there will be a meteor shower. Remember it said on there uh, that, that uh, stars will fall from the sky. There will be a strong meteor shower. Number five, apparently heaven, listen, heaven will be opened. You know, the tribulation period is a, is a period of, 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 of incredible, uh, unrestrained evil. Uh, the events that take place during the tribulation period are unbelievable, like nothing the world has ever seen. And apparently when this seal is broken, heaven will be opened for a moment. Listen to this. So that the men on planet earth will have a glimpse of an awesome scene. What, they, what will they see? They will see God sitting on His throne. Let me tell you something, folks. Whether you believe God exists or not is irrelevant. Whether you believe certain choices in life are justifiable or not is irrelevant. What your opinion of the Bible at the end of the day is irrelevant. Nothing changes the truth. Nothing will deter the events that Scripture tells us will occur from occurring. And during the tribulation period, just as we approach the midpoint of the tribulation, just at the end of the first three and a half years, all men on planet earth will apparently be able to see God, the God that most of the world denies, the God that most people say doesn't exist, that very God will be seen by men all over the world sitting on His throne. Surprise, surprise. Not even the millions of people who decided to reject the very existence of God have been able to do away with God. See, God doesn't cease to exist just because you say He doesn't exist. The Bible does not cease to be the truth, the Word of God, the inerrant and inspired Word of God, because you, my friend, say it isn't. The events as foretold in Scripture will occur even if you wish and hope and desire it were not true. Most of Scripture and prophecy, half of Scripture, at least half of Scripture, if not more, has been literally fulfilled. There's no reason to believe God is not going to fulfill the remaining uh, prophecies in Scripture. 
And one day, during the breaking of the sixth seal, heaven will open for a moment, and men will be fear-stricken and will be wishing death upon themselves because for that moment they will see God sitting on His throne. And the sixth event is that every mountain and island will be moved. Listen. Even with these events, even with all these events, and even with them being able to see God and whatever that means, there will be no turning to God in repentance. Even with everything that is happening, there will be no turning to God in repentance, but rather there will be turning from God's face. And again, I reiterate these words that Jesus made. This is just the beginning of birth pains. The worst, folks, the worst is yet to come. In the remaining three and a half years, absolute and utter chaos, devastation, destruction, death will occur. Unprecedented. Never to have been ever even imagined in world history and certainly never to occur again. Now, we want to look at also the activity. So we've looked at the six seals. We won't look at the seventh because the seventh will be looked at as we start looking at the last half of the tribulation. But let's look at the activities of Antichrist during the first three and a half years of the tribulation. There are two major activities, two primary activities that the Antichrist will be involved in. First of all, of course, he will be taking his place uh, uh, during this period. He will be emerging as the leader of the Western Confederation of Nations, and since the United States no longer is a superpower or plays any significant world role in, in future events, uh, Antichrist and his Roman Empire, revived Roman Empire, step into that power vacuum and they, in essence, become the, 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 the power that guarantees the protection and safety of Israel. During the beginning of the, in fact, this marks the beginning of the tribulation period, he will sign with the Jews a seven-year treaty in which he promises to give to the Jews to Israel what this country has traditionally given Israel uh, during, during their entire existence as a nation. And because the rapture has taken place and the U.S. has collapsed, we don't play a significant role because the, the country has been devastated. In fact, it sees the need to uh, fall under the protection itself of the Antichrist because every country is going to be in allegiance with somebody. So we see one of the primary things Antichrist will be doing is he will be solidifying his power. He will be solidifying his kingdom. He will be solidifying the confederation of nations that will make up that world power during the beginning of the tribulation period. And we will see him step in where the states used to play a significant role and now become the protector and supplier and supporter of Israel. That is short-lived as well because he has hidden motives and a hidden agenda behind the signing of that treaty. And number two, uh, we see also that, that, that uh, as they solidify their 
uh, influence and their power, as Antichrist does, he begins to strategically maneuver politically and militarily, allowing the other world power blocks, and there's four during the tribulation period, to make their moves, whatever power blocks are going to make moves during this uh, period or during midpoint of tribulation, and allow them to be, in essence, decimated by God Himself so that eventually Antichrist, after the midpoint of the tribulation, can usurp the power of the world and become the world's ruler. So, the activities of Antichrist are essentially just allowing his empire to solidify. And, and form and, 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 and remember he's empowered by Satan himself so much of the abilities that he has are not his own he's a human being he's empowered uh, uh, by Satan himself now let's consider what the religious landscape will be during the, this part of the tribulation period we said in a previous message that religion will be alive and well during the tribulation period, at least during the first three and a half years. Now remember, the only difference in the religious landscape between now and the tribulation period is simply this. All Christians, all those who are followers of Jesus Christ, will have been raptured at, uh, right before the beginning of the tribulation period. All Christians will be gone. They will have been summoned by Christ to meet Him in the air, and all Christians will be gone. So those left behind uh, are, pe are, are, are all those who have rejected Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And let me tell you something. All the religions, all the false religions we see in the world today, they'll just step into the tribulation period and continue to be the same false religions they are today. And, and you know, you can call me narrow-minded, you can call me uh, uh, whatever you want to call me, but, but uh, only... By having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, only through that personal relationship with Jesus Christ is man able to be saved by the grace of God. It is because our sin has impu been imputed to Christ. He paid the penalty of our sin, and when we trust Jesus, His righteousness is imputed to us. That's what makes us able to go to heaven, the imputed righteousness of Jesus. So all these other false religions who preach another gospel, which according to Paul was no other gospel at all. In fact, Paul says anybody who preaches any other gospel than the gospel that he preached, which he received from God himself, is, should be eternally condemned or eternally damned. Because it's, it is not a gospel which saves anybody. In fact, it's a gospel which guarantees anybody who embraces a false gospel a place in hell forever. But religion will be alive and well during this first three and a half years. It'll be an apostate church. In fact, the apostate church will be responsible for killing many who are true followers of the Lord Jesus during this tribulation period. Now let's recap on the religions of the world during, during this time. The only change is that Christians are gone. Those who have trusted Jesus as Lord and Savior are gone. All other false religions are left behind to continue propagating their false gospels. Because those religions are satanic religions. They're religions that don't restore man to a proper relationship with God. 
Now, we know that during that time, the Jews will return to the ancient Levitical worship system. And we also know that the major religions and cults that are present today will still be in existence during the first three and a half years. Now, occultism will be most likely on the rise. And three, in, in, in Revelation chapter 17, we find a great deal of information regarding the apostate church. We are told that the church, that religion during the tribulation period, the church is, the, is referred to as a harlot, as a prostitute, because that church is in bed with Antichrist. In fact, the church seeks to persecute true believers and kill true believers, and it pushes the agenda and religion of Antichrist. You can read chapter 17 in order to get uh, more information regarding the, the description of the apostate church that will be in existence during that time. Now let's talk about true believers during this period. We know that all Christians are gone at the rapture, but we also know that during the tribulation period, God will make the gospel available and will rise will cause individuals to rise and proclaim that gospel. And because of their ministry, many will be saved during the tribulation period. Now, we know for a fact that many true believers will be persecuted and will suffer during the tribulation period because the Antichrist will be persecuting and killing them. And so will the false prophet, the one who leads the apostate church. But we know from having looked at the... Uh, at, at, at the uh, seal number five, that God will robe them with white, ro white robes and will in the future avenge their death. Now during this period as well, and we're coming close to this message because we're running out of time, we want to look at what some of the other power blocks are doing during this period. We know that there is a kingdom of the south which is led by Egypt and other Muslim and perhaps African nations. We know the kingdom of the north led by Russia and other Muslim nations and the kingdom of the east perhaps led by China and other Asian uh, countries uh, will play a significant role but we know that uh, it, they will be in existence in addition to the western power block led by the Antichrist. During this time uh, there will be moves made by some of these power blocks. We know that the, that the, that the uh, king of the south will attack Israel, but uh, to no avail. They will be destroyed, uh, and this going into the middle of the tribulation period. Uh, God intervenes as these power blocks move against Israel. We know that, for example, the northern power block, Russia and their uh, uh, alliances, will come as like a storm on Israel, and it will literally be God's divine intervention that causes the destruction of these great armies of the north who are seeking to destroy the nation of Israel and eradicate the Jews from uh, the planet earth. The, the, the Antichrist just sits aside and allows God to do his thing in the destruction of, of these uh, power blocks who attempt to come against Israel so that eventually he can step in and, and uh, sit himself in the temple at the abomination of desolation so that he can crown himself ruler of the entire world and make the world literally worship him.